Hi, and welcome back to Lost at Random. I'm Syl. And I'm Danielle. This is episode 28, where we watched season 2, episode 7, The Other 48 Days. That was a lot of numbers. And it um, <laughs> originally aired November 16th, 2005. Uh, the most contemporary episodes we have seen, it was a while back, you pointed this out to me, was our podcast episode 10, which was season 2, episode 3, Orientation, and our podcast episode 14, which was season 2, episode 4, Everyone Hates Chris. Shit gets confusing. Yeah, we definitely had a very large gap in our season two. We, we saw a lot. Of the, we have. Yeah, we saw it all the beginning. We saw the end. We had like nothing in between. Mm-hmm. So now we have an episode somewhat further into the season, but I don't know if that. Well, the ending of this episode is very interesting for Danielle. Well, so the finale is episodes 23 and 24, if I recall, and this is 7. So there's still yeah. like uh, 14. Well, I mean, weeks. you've seen episodes in, in between. You saw Lockdown, which was oh, in yeah. between. And then we saw the Bernard and Rose episode really okay. early on. Yeah. Yeah, so the beer we drank today was a McMinniman's Growler Fill. It was uh, Pigpen's Haze. Hazy IPA. It was super, super fresh. It actually hasn't even been put on tap yet. Very bitter. Quite nice. If you're not familiar, McMenamins is a chain here in the Northwest. So you you probably won't be able to find it at your store if you're like in Chicago or somewhere. Sorry. But yeah, it's same a, with a lot of other beers around here. Yeah, yeah, it's a local. The brewer said it was messing with the hops a bit in this one. So he had add more strata hops, which are actually a locally created hops which is kind of cool too it's a kind of a grassy almost herbal flavor to them they're really good it actually mixes really well with the yeast profile and the beer yeah so this episode um at some point this will become less of a lost podcast and more of a beard podcast but until i know more that will not happen (laughs) (laughs) but this episode's a framing device it makes it pretty damn clear cut what's going on yet again until the end so I'm, I'm gonna point out to Syl because uh, you guys can't see it. Uh, I keep I take notes throughout the episode on a Google Doc, and whenever I put something in caps and enter, it has it as a new subsection. So I did that for each. The framing device here is like day one, day two. So if you look on if Syl, if you look over here on my screen, normally I have just titles, credits. I put those in caps. Uh-huh. For here, day one, day two, <laughs> titles, day two, day three, day five, days on and on and you on. You know you could just like. Not capitalize them. No, but it helps for my organization if I need to refer back to it, which I might. <laughs> that makes sense. Let's start with day one of the other 48. Well, it's not even, it's pre-day one before I see the the thing that says day one. We're opening on a beach. The sky is sounding. The water's looking kind of green. We can see the coral reefs under below. There is something in the sky falling. Oh, look, it's debris. Oh, it's the tail. And a seat thwacks the camera. I have to admit, I actually really like that as a cold opening because it just had because it just has the scene of the ocean for like ten seconds, twenty mm-hmm. seconds before anything happens at all, and it's like, huh. And then we have a title card or a black or like a black screen, and it says day one serifs, serif font. I mean, because Lost doesn't know how many fonts it wants to use consistently. Oh God, um, yeah. Uh, it is chaotic. We have a lot of cuts uh, of people in the ocean, swimming in the ocean. We're focused on Anna Lucia. She takes her jacket off as she swims towards or gets on shore. 
Echo is in a suit, and he's dragging a woman to the beach. Anna Lucia, after she's removed her jacket, she's got a tank top on underneath, dives back in to pull people out of the water. There's a boy, boy child. He's calling for someone named Emma, who appears to be floating face down. Echo dives in to get the girl, brings her to the beach, and Emma is not breathing. Anna Lucia comes over and starts doing CPR. Echo tells the boy to come with him. While Anna keeps trying, the boy kind of looks back, but Echo's like, hey, Emma will be fine. Uh, Emma eventually coughs up water. She asks Anna Lucia where their mom is and says, oh, but our mom was supposed is supposed to meet us in Los Angeles. Anna tells her, well, we're not there yet, but I promise I'll get, or I'll get you there. Which, actually, she I think she says that later. But, um, maybe it is here. A man is yelling for Pam, his wife. I don't remember which guy it is. I don't know if it's important for me to know. I don't. I don't think they show up. It was like a, he was a middle-aged guy. I think he was also a person of color, but I don't want to make that commitment. I think he was. I think he was. I, like I think he was Asian. Yeah, epicanthic foals for sure. So yeah. But anyway, again, we're background characters. I, you're gonna say, oh, you can't count that because Jin and Son, but like. Named hero characters. Okay. Miles. There's at least one more that you actually haven't came across yet. Hmm. It is good diversity for mid-2000s TV. But we still have Jack as the lead in the center of the fucking poster. Yeah, but he's awful. Yes, which is why we'll continue to bring up the Minority Report. Anyway, Anna Lucia, oh yeah, so Anna Lucia tells Emma she promises to get them home soon. We watch the tail sink below the waves, like the Titanic, and then we have titles. Yeah, it was actually very quick before the titles. It's very quick. Yeah, anything on this part that you feel like you didn't mention, It's it was kind of chaotic, but again, there's a lot of this episode that's extremely straightforward. It's chaotic, but it's straightforward. As much as we've seen Jack's group of people crash land, I think mostly we just cut to the, like, people screaming on the beach in terror, not the, like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, we gotta swim. It's just that they're on, I don't know. That they well, most stuff. of Jack's people, how they crash landed, like... Or I guess the yeah. fuselage crashed on the beach. Yeah, fuselage crashed on the and beach. And people fell out of it? Well, of or, them... like, the plane broke over it and people just landed? I don't know how how don't I have no not idea how I, so many of them survived. Now that I think about it, like it's that's that's more perplexing. Because you've seen episode one, mm-hmm. and you've seen it referenced a bunch, but yeah, I don't know how well, how how is how like, Jack survives waking up in the fucking well, yeah. So like in episode one, patch. like we see, yeah, because like he's air on the plane, they have turbulence, he's knocked out, and then he wakes up in the jungle. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, Cindy I, was there. Questions, Sydney, Cindy, Cindy, okay. I could, I She's in this episode a lot. Oh, you I don't know. recognize her by I now. Did, I didn't know her name, so I kept writing flight attendant. Oh, yeah. So expect plenty of flight attendant until I get her name at the end. That's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, anything else pre-title? No, I, I think they did a pretty good job of... They're doing a better job of showing, like, the actual, like, horror and terribleness of a plane crash on mm-hmm. this side compared to the first one, because I feel like the... Episode one plane crash was more spectacle because they were like, yeah. oh my god, we have money. We're going to show explosions and introduce all our characters. This is like, yeah, so this plane crashed. People are, and these literally, people are... literally drowning and that girl is probably dead, but she's yeah. not. Yeah. 
So, yeah, but we'll get more of that as it goes on. So, yeah, continue. Okay. A woman with short hair that I thought it was Kate at first. It's Cindy, a.k.a. flight attendant, but I thought it was Kate initially because she's got a similar dainty nose and it was at an angle and she was looking pensively into the ocean. What? Not all white people look the same. They don't. I'm just saying the angle that they showed her at at first looked kind of Kate-ish and I'm like, wait, no, this is still the tail group. Uh, she's got her hand in her head, which also I think that's why, because, like, she had a part arm obscuring her face. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, knowing the show, it definitely could have been something that was intentional, but yeah. who knows. Echo comes up to her, asks if she can look after the children as there's something he has to do. She's like, uh, sure. And he says he'll be back in a moment. She seems to have an Australian accent, I think. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah she, I'm pretty sure she's an Australian flight attendant. Okay. So. Echo rolls up his... He has removed his suit jacket, but he's still on a dress shirt. He rolls up his shirt sleeves and goes back into the ocean, and he's grabbing floating bodies. And, man, when I'm typing fast, my typos get real bad. (laughs) Um, A blonde woman is doctoring a man's broken leg, I think. She's telling him a story about how she broke her leg in Stowe, Vermont, while skiing, and at a very, like, appropriate point in her story, like, popped his leg or, like, maybe just outright broke it. I think she was trying to, like, his, I, basically from, his leg was, was sideways. Like, okay. And she put it, she set it okay, back. Yeah. So she she set it at a point in her story when she's like, bam, or something like that, which is great. It was very cringy, um, though. Like, just, ugh. Yeah, well, Anna Lucia also looks at her weirdly. Uh, she asks the blonde woman if she's a doctor, and the blonde woman's like, no, I, uh, I dropped out after a year of med school, but I am a clinical psychologist, which is good because everyone on this island has issues they need to work at. I mean, I guess there is another psychologist in the other camp. What's her face? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the yeah. husband. Yeah. But she's also kind of... Who's... We... Yeah, that's that was Goodwin's unstable. wife. Was that Goodwin? Yeah, that she was married to. Oh, yeah, okay. I was trying to think of where I saw the... Imp- getting ahead of myself. I was trying to think of where else that... that yeah, there you go. just a hand gesture to sell because you can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that, yeah is that, that should put a bit more of this episode into, pers- into okay. perspective. Because um, then we don't see that until season three. Correct. Okay, we'll revisit that when the time comes. Yeah. Ooh, I'm sorry. This will probably also be another long episode for you. That's to edit. fine. <laughs> um. So the the the, the woman that says she's a clinical psychologist. Mm-hmm. You've seen her before. At least yes. seen her referenced. Yeah, and she's the one who were like, "Hey, remember what's her face?" And I'm like, "No, I don't know her name because it's maybe been said once, and now it's been said several times in this episode. So now I know blonde woman is Libby, and I'm guessing." She's the one who has a thing kind of sort of with Hurley, maybe, but I have not seen any evidence of that beyond the weird, like, five-minute, two-minute YouTube <laughs> video. That... She... Did you actually release that? I have not released okay. it yet, no. I labeled it, or I think we labeled it as episode 26 and a half, but at some point yeah. still showed me one of the in-between shorts, and I was like, I guess I'll recap this. It was pretty terrible. So uh, it was just like legitimately terrible. If you, if you, what the us recording it or the, the, no, the, the actual short. the yeah. short, yeah, yeah. So I guess we, if we ever have a lull in content or something, or if you want to just have a short edited piece, there there may be some rando YouTube shorts that yeah they exist I comment for some on reason for some reason. How, however, aside from that, you have seen Libby in one other kind of important part. That was was it when Miles was looking at dead bodies? No. Okay. 
Sorry, I let She you had know. different hair. You can't see this, but I'm giving still eyes that are like, what? All right. Because, like, when? Okay, I'll, 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 I'll keep bringing it up until you think about it. I just, I, mm. <laughs> what do you mean by different hair? This is not the Claire actress in a wig. But when you've seen her at this point in the past I'm talking to, she would probably did have a wig on. God, Syl, why do you... Mm. But no, she played a pretty prominent part in someone's backstory you've seen. Is this the same... Is this is this Goodwin's wife? No. With the wig? Okay. No, no, no. Goodwin's wife is definitely older than, than is Libby. This, is, this isn't Juliet's sister. No. It... I'm running out of people in the backstories. It's not Jack's ex, because why the fuck would she nope. be in Australia? It's not Helen, because I know nope. who Katie Sagal is. Yeah, I got nothing. Ah, someday you will. No, nah, I really can't think of, like, it's like, I guess with, like, Ben Linus, there's his daughter, but this isn't, this ain't it. This isn't Alex now. Um, it's not Sawyer's baby mama. Nope. Yeah, I've run out of people in backstory. Oh, you haven't. You have not. Yeah, I mean, I know. I technically have. Eventually in the but future, like, we're going to have a Libby episode, and I will tell you who, 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 who like, you saw her. I remember, but like... Eh. That's even a... Eh. I feel like I've taken a good inventory of the people who are significant to other people, and I know for sure that's not Locke's asshole dad. So <laughs> no, no, it's not. I, I've run out of plot-significant backstory characters. No, you have not. That I can remember still, because otherwise it would have just been like, ooh, here's a cameo and a backstory, see Samelia later. I said that when it occurred, actually. Though not Samelia later. <laughs> uh, when I like, let you know someday. Yeah, I mean, I'm this close to, like, control-effing my doc, but, and then I can go back to my handy-dandy day 17. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to say that Libby is short for something else, and that's all I'm going to say. That still doesn't help. Yes, it does. The, the, like, the thing that I think of most immediately is like when we were catching up on American Gods and someone was like, the Statue of Liberty or Libertas from Roman mythology. And I'm like, no. <laughs> That's not it. She is not the Statue but of Liberty. it's not librarian or like, I don't Elizabeth. Li- <laughs> okay. I mean, like, literally, what, like, Libby is common shorthand for something else like it's not it's not rare no no like just like a common name well because like i know from elizabeth you can get lilibet (laughs) you've stumped me you've stumped me i know i'll bring it back up when you see libby again and i'm probably gonna have some comments about people and names and decades but like i don't know <laughs> was it popular in florida or something for it's like just, it's been super elizabeth po- it's been super popular for many 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 years decades hundreds of years even yeah again variations on elizabeth but that's not what's going on here actually it might be oh for fuck's sake that's i'm probably gonna have to refer back to this episode where you, i'm gibbering at you going elizabeth a little bit libby and you're being like boo, 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 boo. <laughs> i'm a yeah. left 
at you. Boo, 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 boo. Uh, there's more episodes with her to come. <sighs> okay. Anyway, yeah, so after she pops <laughs> Guy's leg back in his socket and Anna looks at her weirdly, a man runs and screams for help coming from the jungle side. Saying there's someone alive. I think this is the other plant guy, and you were the one who confirms that, yes, it is other plant guy. It, like, you've seen them talk about the other side of this, so this should not yeah. have been a shock. No, I saw that I saw that scene, like, three or four times. Yeah, exactly. I know it's him. So. I just don't care to remember his name at all times. I know his name now. Well, yeah, they say his name a lot they say this his episode. Name a lot. But, I mean, it, it was, yeah, the other woman, which was the episode we saw him in before, mm-hmm. was... Not a good episode. No. Anna Lucia follows him. We cut to the jungle. Up in the tree is Bernard in a in his seat. Or it's like it's do did it look like a set of two or three? It was, I think it was I think it was three when you see mm-hmm. the like when yeah. we're when we look at it close up. There's really we only see two. The one Bernard is sitting in, and then those he's on um, one side of the trio, I guess, and then the middle yeah. seat is a dead person. And then, Bernard was very much against touching. Yeah, Anna Lucia tells Bernard he needs to unbuckle and grab the branch next to him. Bernard freaks out about the body. As you noted. Uh, Anna Lucia coaches him through the unbuckling and says, Hey, just just grab the branch next to you. Bernard is terrified. The seats fall, and Bernard is clinging to a tree branch like a koala, and Anna Lucia <laughs> goes to get him. Um, Goodwin was trying to convince Anna Lucia to head up there multiple times before this. Oh, to, like, to, when you say head up, you mean up on the tree? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That which, was weird. Which it was weird. I, I didn't write it down, but yeah, he was like, well, why don't you go up there? And she's like, no, Bernard, Bernard, just unbuckle. Yeah. He was Bernard, like, chill. Yeah. Bernard, please. Um, so I don't know if he was trying, because she seems very capable, like, accidentally getting her taken down by a chair, perhaps. Spoilers-ish. I don't know why I even say that. Cause yeah, there's no reason sense. to spoilers anything. Because if you're listening to this, you probably know. And if you don't, well, you'll find out later this episode. <laughs> Back on the beach, Echo is walking around with the brother and sister kid pair. Psych lady asks if anyone has any water. The other plant is trying to make a stick fire without much success. I should probably just call him Goodwin in my notes. I put yeah, you probably just call him Goodwin. It's yeah, easier. Yeah, uh, Goodwin is trying. He says he's going to start a signal fire, and Anna's like, "Okay, I'm glad you seem capable." But how do you know how to do this? I mean, I don't think he's being very successful, but eh. he says he claims to be Peace Corps. And she's like, okay, that's still around. And he's like, I'm just happy someone your age knows what it is, which is a weird flex. It's yeah. It's also just weird because he introduces himself as Goodwin at this point. But yeah, who doesn't know like the Peace Corps? Peace Corps. Is still a thing, it's still a I'm thing. Sure. And it's pretty, yeah, it's still a thing. And it's still pretty popular. And I, I, we know people who are in it. Yeah. Well, there is a difference between Peace Corps and AmeriCorps. Uh, when jobs and things are scarce, it's not a bad alternative ish. Yeah. It's kind of a nice thing to help people out, etc. If you want to yeah. travel, all that. So, yeah. If anyone's been to a college fair booth or college fair, they've seen the booth. Any other thoughts on Goodwin pretending to be a Peace Corps member? Uh, not, I mean, no, not really. Like we, we Introducing we, himself as Goodwin, which is, I think, yeah. his actual name. 
There's no pseudonyms here. Everyone is bad at lying. Everyone just uses their actual names. Except for Sawyer. Yes. Sawyer and Kate are the only ones who give pseudonyms, and that's really, really it. Yeah. Is is Kate actually Kate's name? Yeah, as far as we know. Okay. You haven't seen... But we've seen her use other names. Yes. Like Monica with Nathan Fillion and whatnot. Yeah, well, it's like, you know, Sawyer's full name is James Ford. Mm-hmm. And we've seen Kate run a few names. I think Kate is... As far as we know, Kate is her actual name. We'll see more Kate backstory eventually. And I'm sure her last name will be something literary or historically significant, and I will want to I punch we... a pillow. Do you not know her last name? Nope. Really? Mm-mm. Huh, Okay. No, because all of her backstory is, like, her lying about something. Yeah, that's pretty... And when she introduces yeah. herself to Jack and everyone, she's like, I'm Kate. So, she yeah. is Kate somebody. Campfire in the evening. Bernard is looking around, sad and terrified. Well, I guess that means that he succeeded in making a fire. Goodwin maybe got the fire. I mean, there are other people I know, there's around, a lot of other people. But yeah, yeah, so... I'm just skeptical about his fire-making ability. Uh, Bernard is looking around sad and terrified. He limps over to Echo. He says, hey, I uh, I heard you were the one pulling the dead bodies out of the water. Uh, Echo says, yeah. Bernard says, I'm Bernard. Or I don't, I don't know if he introduces himself. I think he does. I think he does. He asks if any of the bodies were African-American. Echo says, no. Bernard says, well, I, I can't find my wife. I just want to know where the rescue planes are. Echo says he will pray for Bernard's wife and for the planes and fade to black. Or I think it was like Bernard says, I can't find my wife. Echo says, I will pray for her. Bernard's like, where are the planes? Echo says, I will pray for them. Well, you you know very little about Echo as well. Mm-hmm. I get the sense that he is a religious man just based on this in previous episodes yeah. where he was trying to build a church with Charlie. Yeah, but like, what the hell do you think his back? What like, what do you think his backstory is? Uh, I don't have any clues. Okay, I was wondering. But if we are making him into a D and D character, he is absolutely a hundred percent a monk or cleric. Well, I was gonna no, say barbarian. Hmm. I feel like he's got a religious order, though. He does, but you've also. I mean, he is a tank. But... Yeah, but we've also seen him. We we see him take off armor, and we see him rage out. Hmm. Multiple times in the episode, we see him rage out. Sure. But he's also... De- well, can you be a barbarian and pick a deity? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. There's a lot of... Yeah, All barbarian right. totem. That He has a fucking... That stick could okay. be... I'm persuaded. Yeah. Um, do we want to uh, class Anna Lucia at the moment? Generic fighter? I guess. I mean, I I don't know if I've... I've, I've seen her in a few episodes. I've stopped calling her Letty. <laughs> like a fast character, but she seems very capable. Do you know her backstory? Like nope. what? Okay. Oh, wait, wasn't she like some kind of agent? She was somebody's partner when the Oceanic Six, which are mostly white people, I will note, make it back to the mainland. There's the one guy who is arresting oh, her. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Says, you're right. Yeah, my partner was on that plane, Anna Lucia. She's real cute, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, so she was a cop in a previous life, I think, which is maybe why she's capable. Checks out. If that, I don't know, that whole thing was real weird, but it <laughs> apparently actually happened. So, and it's not just like a weird fever dream. 
of like the island sticking brain worms into the six people because they they're like we're back and i just brain worms would be such an easier solution we'll get there eventually we have to yeah I, okay get more there i guess i mm. Yeah, I have I, seen a number of season four yeah, episodes, I, and it's still confusing. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say she's a, yeah, like, a Dex-focused fighter. Mm-hmm. Decent, like, she has some charisma. Maybe... She's just a well-rounded character. Maybe even, like, a noble rogue, but... Oh, you, you, you wait, you said you would give her charisma? No, I'd say she... I'd say low charisma. Yeah, but she likes to try and use it. She likes to try to use it, but that doesn't necessarily mean she has a good modifier. So it might be a player who's very like, oh, I'm going to try an intimidation check, and the DM's like, "Mm, okay. Yeah, exactly. Try it. I'm going to try and persuade them. You say the thing, they just nod at you. Yeah. So... I could I I could see I could I could see Echo being a monk, but I still think Echo is probably more barbarian than most other characters in the. Okay. Because because I was thinking monks are like the 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 religious fighter class. Yeah, monks are more all about. And they sometimes thump people with sticks. Yeah, true. They do thump people with sticks or hands, and he's done both, and he is definitely pretty damn built. Yeah. He's good at composing himself, but he also seems to rage out. So mm. maybe. Monk barbarian has a few levels. Like he he tries mm. to be more monk, but his backstory is barbarian. So mm. okay, he, maybe he started his character as a barbarian, so, but then when the incidents happen and he does his silent treatment, yeah, he so decides he, to monk. So he yeah, so he tries to monk Zen out, but every once in a while he the he does rage. Lost makes more sense as a D and D campaign. It really, gone it kind of does actually. It's like it's making a bit more sense this way. Okay, Bernard. Oh, he's definitely a cleric. Yeah. He's just a, he's just a, he's just, he, he's just a nice high charisma cleric. Can't maybe do lawful, much else. Maybe lawful good. Oh, lawful, Because he's yeah. like, but, but the planes, but my SOS signals. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know enough about Libby to make any yeah, calls I'd on say that. Yeah, I'd, I'd say you don't know. I don't know enough about anyone else in this yeah. episode, so we will continue moving on. Um, <laughs> nighttime, or I guess further nighttime, because it was night when Bernard asked Echo, uh, everyone is sleeping around the fire. We hear almost like an animal noise. I, it sounded like a bleat to me. So I thought maybe we were going to see some sheeps or whatever, mm-hmm. but it was a cough. The psych lady's name is Libby because somebody calls for Libby and she replies, Goodwin runs to the jungle and says, over here. Anna Lucia follows and they see Echo bloody next to a few bodies. He's got a stone in his hand and is covered with blood. Anna Lucia asks him what happens and he's just kind of staring in shock. Which is a heck of a night one. Holy shit. Yeah, that was all day For one. day one. Yeah. Uh, day one of 48. We got we got 47 more of these to go. We see the screen tells us day two. It is 11 minutes into this episode. Uh, <laughs> we are 40-something episode. We are 30 minutes, minutes into this episode right cool. now. Cool. Sorry. This will oh, be it's a lot fine. More. more things for your ear holes, though. Anna is saying that the bodies that they found the previous night had no wallets, no cell, no keys, no nothing. Their clothes didn't even have tags. They're not wearing shoes. What the fuck is happening? She asks Echo if he's okay. He kind of just looks at her. A brunette man, not Goodwin, comes out of the jungle, says, three people are missing. He says, they say it was the blonde guy, the curly-haired guy, and the German who was helping them. I didn't see them, so I don't know who these are, yeah, but I don't, yeah, I'll trust them. I don't think we saw any of them. 
Uh, he asks who they are. Uh, Anna Lucia notes that, or the, Anna Lucia is when they're like, hey, so these randos were out in the jungle with like knocking their pockets, no labels. What? They must have been here before us. Echo breaks a branch off, a significant, hefty looking branch. Anna Lucia says they need to get off the beach and find someplace safer. The brunette guy asks how they're going to get rescued if they do that. Goodwin points to the brunette man and says, Nathan's right. Anna Lucia is like, uh, there's satellites and a black box. We don't need a fire for them to find us. This is 2004. We have technology. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the brunette woman with short hair says, yeah, we do have technology, but the pilot said they lost communication and we, f- we flew for two hours in the wrong direction. So nobody knows where we are. And that's the point where I realized, oh, this is the flight attendant. Yep. Uh, Anna Lucia looks, just kind of looks at Nathan. Day three. Goodwin is doing something with metal in his hand. I'm not really sure. People are arranging stones on the beach, so I'm going to guess that's Bernard's brainchild. Oh, yeah, maybe. Because he was the one who organized it on the other beach. I think I think Unless, I unless think... somebody else did it here and he's borrowing the idea. I think yeah, it's probably his idea. I think I think Goodwin was just sharpening metal mm, okay. to make something, uh, yeah, for something stabby, stabby for yeah, hunting or protection or nefarious purposes. Yeah. Uh, Libby says Donald's leg. The the man with the leg is named Donald. She says his leg infection is getting worse, and uh, when he goes, he'll be the fourth of them to go. And by go, I mean die. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lucy is like, okay. What am I supposed to, what are we supposed to do about that? And continues ripping her pants or whatever. Libby looks at her with distress. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what Anna Lucia was. I know what Anna, like, Anna Lucia was like ripping her pants and like re-sewing. Maybe she was just making more weather appropriate. I don't know what she was doing. That was well, weird to me. Well, it looks like on something else she was ripping this. I think she was turning them into shorts. No, because we never see her in shorts. Yeah, I'm unclear. Because it almost yeah, looked like she was like weatherproofing it, but not. Yeah. Uh, Whatever. It's then we really skip to day five, which caused a good like five minutes of confusion when we were confusion when we were like, watching where the hell this because I was four? like, wait, where was day four? And then we finally figured, okay, maybe they're just skipping days now. Day five, Donald is being lifted into a hole in the ground. They have buried their dead and placed rocks over the graves with planks. Echo stares out into the ocean, holding his stick. And at this point, I will say, because they bury their dead, maybe they have a little bit more sensitivity over their numbers than Jack's. Uh, we need to burn the body so pigs don't eat them. Actually, it's an interesting, like, yeah, uh, combination of that. Yeah, the, you're right. Compared to, like, the previous episode that we watched. Well, I mean, I think, bro, they didn't really... They didn't have the pigs rummaging through the bodies here. And sure. I also think a big difference is the fact that they... I'm sure there's a lot of dead in the water still that are in that back part of the plane that didn't float around mm-hmm. that they're not going to go and dig down for obvious, like swim down to for obvious reasons. So I think that it's had a less, a much smaller number of dead to begin with. Yeah, I could buy that. But I mean, it, it just seems like just in terms of shorthand on the show, it seems like they're more sensitive towards their dead. Or they yeah. seem to be more, they care about it more. Mm-hmm. Which is maybe an unfair thing to say, because I'm sure Main Beach crew cares about the number of people alive, dead, etc. Well, I mean, Saeed was mad. Saeed, Saeed was super mad about yeah, that. Yeah, he was super mad, but Jack was like, 
There's too many bodies. We just need to burn them all. Yeah. Because Jack is an ass. Yes. And how is this episode? Literally zero Jack. Oh, it was great. <laughs> um, I kept thinking that uh, we were having this juxtaposition between uh, the tail people and Jack because Echo was in a suit, much like Jack was in a suit, mm. and they immediately start helping people. But Echo is very gentle about it, and Jack is like, I'm going to yell some things. Yeah, it, it's also just interesting seeing how Echo was in that suit compared to literally any other time we ever see him. Yeah. But, yeah. I suppose. Let's see. Um, yeah, so Echo is staring out of the ocean holding a stick. Day seven, because uh, we're now skipping on a regular basis, it's kind of chaotic. Uh, a lot of cuts. People are chasing a singular chicken. Um, and I do kind of wonder if this is also a nod to filming in Hawaii because there are a ton of feral chickens on the islands. I actually did not know that. Yeah. Huh. So if you ever go, there's chickens. Good to know. Uh, introduced, because humans do that, but yeah. Uh, Goodwin's got it and quickly strangles it, which is maybe some foreshadowing. They roast this mm. singular chicken. Uh, again, they, look, the they, they all look chicken. so happy when they eat the chicken. Though. Yeah, though, because they probably haven't had meat in a week. Well, it did show them digging up stuff on the beach, but yeah. Yeah, but like chicken. Chicken, yeah, compared, compared to like raw or... oysters or whatever the yeah. hell it was, mussels. Uh, Echo is carving stuff into a stick with an awl. We can't really make out what it is. Uh, but you have definitely seen the stick in the future. I ha- yes. Well, yeah. So it's interesting to see the evolution from Branch he broke off to Echo's stick. Libby comes up to him, asks if he'd like some chicken. He apparently hasn't said a word in a week, so she's worried. She says, you know, hey, it wasn't your fault, you know. You were just defending yourself. He pauses his carving and then just continues etching into his stick. Day 12, Anna Lucia and Goodwin both have long sticks. She's got, like, a thing at the end of hers. Uh, she says she heard a pig. A pointy or, thing. A pointy thing. It almost reminds me of Charlie's fishing spear. That makes sense. Way. Yeah. Yeah. I almost wonder if it's the same prop. I didn't look at it close I enough. I don't think so. Probably not. Hers is, hers had, um... Because this is a whole season in between things, even though it's... Yeah, hers was me. thicker and had, like, a sharpened... Just maybe shrapnel? Like a spatula? It's kind of. Anyway, Anna Lucia says she heard a pig or something out there. Maybe they can have bacon tomorrow. The two kids are playing. Goodwin grins at Anna Lucia, looking at the kids. She's like, what? Uh, the brunette man was gone. He said, or his name is Nathan. I should call him Nathan. Nathan was gone. He said, oh, I had to use the bathroom. And she's like, we have a system. We go in pairs for safety. She eyes him suspiciously. Campfire. The kids are sleeping. Everyone is sleeping. Except, oh, we see it. There's at least three barefoot people standing up. They grab the kids. They take other people. It's a chaotic scene. Cut, 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 cut. Uh, Libby freaks out over kids being taken. Anna Lucia charges the jungle and is tackled by a hooded assailant. She hits them on the head with a rock. Somebody comes up to her and says, They took Jim, Eli, and Nancy, who I don't know. I don't know who they are. I'm sure they're, yeah. Uh, she tells the per she picks up the body of the person she hit on the head and demands that they wake up, wake up. And Goodwin's like, she's dead. Anna Lucy examines the body and finds a knife and a slip of paper. Goodwin asks her, what is that? And Anna Lucia says, it's a list. 
It's a list of the nine of nine of us. <sighs> Lost noise. There, I mean, the, it shows the others are definitely very stealthy getting in and doing that kind of thing. I also... Do you have any thoughts on Nathan? No. Well, I thought he was maybe a second plant at this point. Okay. Because he was weird. He was definitely weird. But I was... Yeah. Because the fact that he went and disappeared on his own for at least two hours, I think, is what they say. Yeah. So... So he was going to the bathroom. Yeah. No, they're, yeah, they're, he was just strange, so... Echo doesn't see anything. Or I think she asks Echo if he sees anything, and he doesn't reply. He thwacks his stick on a bush or uh, in frustration. And Lucia's mad that Echo won't talk. Nathan says, hey, hey, we should just calm down and figure it out. out. And she's like, uh, there's a list of who was taken. And not just a list. It mentions what they look like, the clothes that they're wearing, etc. Goodwin wonders, like, well, if... I wonder how maybe they just knew from when we landed. And Nathan's like... What if they're watching? Anna starts interrogating Nathan, but Goodwin stops her. Bernard thinks an infiltration of their group sounds crazy. Anna says, Goodwin said we need to keep the signal. Who need who who said we need to keep the signal fire burning? I think it, right right. I think she says points out to Goodwin that he wanted to keep the signal fire going, but he was like, we got to move. Uh, she she kind of eyes both Goodwin and Nathan suspiciously, but mostly Nathan. The signal fire was definitely, I think, Nathan's idea. Yeah. I thought, but... Uh, well, Goodwin was the one who built it. So I think, or I think, I didn't, I think the sequence of events was Goodwin said, and I didn't type it out, that, okay, we need to move off the beach. And she's like, but your signal fire. Yeah. Because he was so about the, but my signal fire. Mm. And he's like, well... Yeah, I guess at this point, after multiple people have been kidnapped, he's like, yeah, maybe we should, maybe we should move. Yeah, daytime in the jungle. I'm kind of assuming maybe it's the day after, maybe not. They pause for five minutes. Uh, it's not the day after because Bernard says, we've been walking for three days straight. So I think this is day 15, but without a day 15 title card because this is probably a short scene. Yeah, they do that with a couple things in here. Yeah, so. Anna Lucia still doesn't trust Nathan as he's like, hey, we should settle here. And she's like, fine. Okay, this will work. And by here, it's a stream and there's fruit. So but to be sense. fair, it's probably better than things have been. Mm-hmm. Title card says, Day 17. Anna Lucia is digging a pit. Libby comes up to her to ask about Nathan being gone for two hours. Or I think maybe he was just uh, solo on a bathroom trip. And then between then, he just disappeared for two hours. Uh, yeah. Or d- unless you think that's the same. No, I think it was the same. Okay. I'm guessing that... Maybe he actually was taking a dump for two hours. Yeah, we can chat about that later. Anyway, Libby says, you know, he's been gone and he creeps me out. Do you you really think he's one of us is one of them, Anna? And Anna's like, why do you think I'm digging this giant pit in the ground? I don't know. Why are you digging a giant pit in the ground? Day 19. Bernard and Nathan are working on a snare for a rabbit. Bernard is skeptical. And Lucia comes up and kicks Nathan in the face. Yeah, she straight up just walks she, up and kicks him in the face. She, throw, nice. she throws him in a pit, and she says they're going to have a chat. And this the, pit probably looks familiar. Yeah, it's the one that we saw Sawyer and Team in earlier. And also, given that she was digging it day 17, this is day 19, that is some work in two days. Oh, yeah. Props to Anna Lucia. Uh, she says, hey, I don't remember seeing you and on the thatched, plane. Re- and thatched a grate on top. 
Nathan is like, we were in the air for two hours. I was in the bathroom. Flight attendant says, oh, I also didn't see him. Uh, Libby says, well, okay, you, you never, he never talks about himself and he just dodges questions. Echo is watching all this happen from the jungle. Anna Lucia asks Echo if he's got a problem with it and he just watches her. I don't know what Nathan's thing is. We I, don't... I think he's got constipation problems. Either like a medical thing where he's just super, super shy. I was going to wait to talk about this, but we can talk about this. Well, I mean, now. we don't really have much longer to yeah. talk about it. No, I, I, I think he just has runny shits. <laughs> and I think that's why he disappears for two hours because, you know, he's going to make sure it's all out. I mean, he's going to wipe it, but we're in the jungle. So I guess hopefully this leaf isn't poisonous. And that would make sense if he was gone for two hours in the jungle and he spent the two hours on the plane in the bathroom. He's just got really awful shits. Which makes me wonder what the hell he did in that pit for four days. Maybe it's not awful shits, though, because then, yeah, the pit would they would have noticed that. Actually, wait, how long was Sawyer and team in the pit? I think I don't think it was that long. I think it was probably a day okay. or so. But does that mean they're few? just holding their poop in? Because that is a thing. There's definitely no we, yeah, yeah, there's definitely no toilet in that pit. It's cable TV and TV almost never addresses bodily functions. They do other times in the show though sometimes. So. Yeah. I think they're just being letting us be willfully ignorant on the bathroom in the pit thing yeah i have questions especially given nathan maybe possibly spent two hours on in an airplane bathroom which is a long time in an airplane bathroom like that shit's claustrophobic maybe he just likes disappearing and wanking it or something i don't know for two hours eh. okay <laughs> um let's see <laughs> Nighttime of day night. Mile High Club solo style. <laughs> uh, it's nighttime. Anna Lucia comes to the pit. She lifts open the the bamboo lattice flap. She asks Nathan, "Where are the kids?" Uh, he's like, he just kind of looks at her. She asks where he's from. He says he's from Canada. She's like, why were you in Australia? He, Oh, yeah, I guess now would be the time to talk about his shitting habits. Yeah. He says he was in Australia for a retreat, like a work retreat. Um. And she's like, why didn't I see you on the plane? I was in the bathroom. And she shuts the door. Well, and she was also like, where the hell is the rest of your work retreat? And he apparently spent a couple extra days sightseeing in Australia. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. Yeah, we, it's never it's never addressed. Maybe it's never going to be addressed. Maybe he took a short flight to Bali or somewhere, ate something, and has had awful food poisoning. <laughs> and that's why he's been shitting for two hours I at a time. Know. Moving on. <laughs> After Anna shuts the door on Nathan and conversation. Day 23. Nathan's been in there like four days. She's asking about the kids again. He doesn't answer. But he's also kind of sitting weird. So she asks what's behind him. And he's like, uh, I don't know. She tells him to get up and then throws a rock at him. So he moves. There is food in the pit. It looks like a banana peel. Yeah, that just brings up more questions I'm not even going to get into, so you can just keep going. Yeah, I don't know it's cultivated on these islands. I'm going to... Bananas aren't natural. Uh, wait, are they... They're, these they're... plantains exist. Are they South American? I think so, but they are not natural. No bananas exist naturally. Bananas are entirely a man-made mm. through years of... 
No, it is, they are native to Southeast Asia and Papua New Guinea. Cultivation at least 5,000 BC, possibly 8,000 BC. So, I don't know. Yeah, so you, plantains are a thing. Plantains oh, yeah, are yeah plantains are a thing. But bananas, bananas are, are cultivated. Yeah. But I'm going to point out that cultivated 8,000 years ago, that's, a, that's, that's not a, like, yeah. it's artificial. I mean, it is, God, I, okay. Do you want me to go on a tangent? I should not. No, we don't need to. Just you cannot define natural by any kind of metric. So, like cultivars are. And we know there have been people, and we know there, and we know there have been people on this island for thousands upon thousands of years due to the giant, possibly alien Egyptian statue. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So the Portuguese brought bananas to the Atlantic Islands, Brazil, and Africa. Colonialism. There's a chart here saying bananas diffused through Islamic times and from 700 to 1500 common era. Oh. This has been banana talk. <laughs> so, supposedly... Welcome, welcome to Lost Random, where you hear about bananas. If this is somewhere in the Pacific, because that is the native... The native range of the ancestors of modern edible bananas is Indonesia, Papua New Guinea. Which, yeah, makes sense. This is a, Southeast this is Asia. A, this is... This is, this is technically a Pacific Island. Maybe. South, yeah, so, okay, bananas... Yeah, especially if, especially if someone That's brought him over thing. earlier. That was a red herring that you threw at me to talk about biogeography again <laughs> and human cultivars. Okay. Anyway, so somebody's been feeding Nathan, and Anna Lucia is upset. She goes and confronts the other, I guess, six people here. Who gave him the food? Echo comes up. She kind of she asks him, and he looks at her and walks on. So I think she's assuming it might be Echo because he can neither confirm nor deny, and it would be a good Christian thing of him to feed the prisoner. But I, I think that was Echo trying to make an impression without him actually saying something. Yeah. But... Well, also maybe like that. You need to treat your prisoners nice. Yeah. Nicer. I don't want anyone struggling to death on my watch. Mm-hmm. We see Anna drinking water from the stream. Goodwin comes up to her. She's slicing. I. I think it's an onion. Yeah, I wasn't I think... sure. It was a white root vegetable. Yeah, it was either an onion or some sort of Daikon? small radish. I I don't know. Turn. It wasn't a turn. Anyway. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a turnip, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. He says he tells Anna he's worried about her, and you know Nathan's been down there four days. She says, "I promised that girl she'd get back to her mom." Goodwin asks Anna Lucy if she has kids, Anna chews for a while and says. No, which is a very loaded no. Maybe it'll be addressed in a backstory, maybe not. Uh, Goodwin thinks... A lot of season two episodes we haven't seen. Because also I imagine Michelle Rodriguez is, you know, she's in movies. She probably... I think at relative at the time, she'd probably have a higher salary than other actors, right? This is beginning of Fast and Furious. But I've been told... She's in a lot of things. Yeah, but I've been told actually was that they just... Or did they just like... not... Not, like, working with her. Oh, weird. Yeah, oddly enough, the one that left the show due to pay was Echo. Hmm. You know he dies now. Yeah. And because you've seen his funeral. But, yeah, Echo, he was supposed to be in the show a much longer time than he was, but he's the one who actually left the show due to pay issues, oddly enough. Because I cannot Google this. No. Was it because... Jack Shepard and Sawyer, and then we're getting higher paychecks per episode. Or um, no, he's actually one. he's he's actually a really big non-American. Okay, actor. Yeah, I forgot exactly. Is he British? I can't think of his. 
Adewale Akinue Abaj. Okay. Yeah, he is British. He's in Game of Thrones. Oh, oh. is he? Um... He's Malco, apparently. Yeah. That makes sense. I want to say that was season two. But yeah, he left Lost for movies. Okay. Anyway. But yeah, uh, yeah, those uh but yeah, we'll get into that when we actually see an echo episode if there are any ep- echo episodes cuz he was as you've heard multiple times, the people that are on the back half of the plane, very few of them survived that long. Well, we we're going back to the same like six people. Actually, I should count inventory them, right? So, well, I can't count good one. Anna Lucia, Bernard, Echo, Libby, flight attendant Nathan. There's yeah, there's a few other small background characters, but that's really about it. Those are really point. the only ones that we see interact with people. Yeah, and you yeah, and there's you like knew... nine people who were seized earlier, including the kids. Yeah, I think they mentioned there there is there was a concrete number mentioned like twenty three. I think yeah, I think they said the start twenty. I think they said there was eight left when the front half of the plane meets up with them finally. Goodwin thinks that Nathan should be released because we're not savages. And Lucia says, well, if we were savages, I'd have cut his finger off. But no, I'm going to save that for tomorrow. Godwin has a really thinky kind of look on his face. Nighttime, someone approaches the pit and throws down a rope. It's Goodwin. He's telling Nathan to get up and hurry. Goodwin hands him a bundle of fruit and leaves and tells him to go. He thinks Anna's getting more antsy about this. Nathan asks, hey, Mm -hmm. which way's the beach? But as Nathan turns to head towards the beach... Goodwin breaks his neck, because we know Goodwin is an other. I don't think, at this point in the show, you would know that, though. Yeah, I only know that because I've seen a shit ton of Juliet backstory. Yeah, and exactly. That was, that was from, let's see, when was the other woman? That was early. Well, it was early for us, but it's season four, episode six. I know he's not great, because I got to see Ben Lina say, Goodwin, pretend you're one of them, like, five times. I mean, to be fair, he seemed more... For the most part, he seemed more reasonable than some of the other others, but then we just saw him straight up murder a dude. Well, but all of his actions so far have been pretty misleading, like, oh, we need to stay on the beach. So then they know, like, specifically where they can eliminate threats and nab children. Uh, He's still definitely an other, and he's being... Intentionally misleading. Yeah, he's being awful to the newcomers. Most of his other stuff, personality-wise, like, when he was... It's been his backstory. He didn't seem as terrible as some right, other people. Because he was having picnics with Juliet and cheating on his wife. Yeah, that was. Yeah, you're right. He's pretty. He's a pretty bad person. He's you're kind right. of. He's kind of generally not great. I mean, he's nice yeah. to Juliet, which I get because a lot of people had a lot of expectations for Juliet and were being mean. But and she's just so calm and refreshing, and I can't wait to see her in season four of The Expanse. Mm-hmm. I think that's still why I think of her as, like, a calm and rational... Even though I know she's doing some occasionally sabotaging actions, I still think of her as, you know, the the chaplain who's going to save is funny. the galaxy. Yeah. This is... Which I guess is why you were laughing when we were watching the Expanse, and I was like, what? Why are you laughing at the pacifist preacher lady? Yeah, exactly. Because you're used to her being an action obstetrician. Yes, with in, a, in like, a thousand love triangles. Anyway, yeah, so... Goodwin breaks Nathan's neck like he broke that chicken earlier. Day 24. Uh, Anna Lucia wakes up, and Godwin is being creepy because he's just right there. 
He's just fucking he's staring like, at her. Right like, there. Yeah, just like, and that was creepy he's as shit. like, morning, and she's like, morning, and I'm like, okay, well, he's already cheating on his wife with uh, Juliet. I wonder if he ever tried, like, it seemed like there was some flirtation with Anna Lucia. They, they did mention that during that episode, that something you should try to do to get ingrained with them is flirt with them, because if you're a romantic interest, it's a lot more likely you can become part of them, which is also why... Oh, that explains, like, 90% of Juliet on the beach. Yes, it's okay. also... I missed that completely. Yeah. yeah, that was explained very briefly during during that episode. It also... Which episode? Uh, I think I think it's the other woman. Okay. When Ben was telling them that at some okay. point. Yeah, I've heard that speech numerous times, but I don't... I don't know. I'm mostly just like, oh, it's the speech again. <laughs> it wasn't during that mean speech, it was... That's oh, like point. his follow-up, like, hey, yeah. this is your specific Yeah, exactly. He, yeah, he was like, number. if you get romantically involved, it's a lot easier to make them believe you're one of them. It also, I think, plays in part with Ethan, who you actually haven't seen no. yet. So. Yeah, I realized this, because I remember that main beach crew also had a traitor, and for some reason I thought, I, I, I briefly thought when we were watching this was good when doing double time, but that makes no sense. No, the only, yeah, you've seen... The main beach trader run away after he was caught, but you haven't seen anything between them, which yeah. is interesting. So, like, honestly, every time I saw Ben Linus give that speech of, like, so-and-so, get a count, or Mikhail, go find information, Goodwin, go see if there's survivors, I always thought Goodwin, I think I always thought assumed Goodwin was going to, like, beach crew. Yeah, no. And I was mixing, I was conflating him and Ethan up. Yeah, Ethan's one who ended up in the main crew, who, as of episode four, Four, I don't think he had shown up yet, which we've seen one through four except for two. Mm-hmm. Season one, episode one yeah. through four, yeah. Yeah, you need to be specific. Yeah, I know, yeah. Flight attendant lady say, comes up running saying, he's gone, Nathan's gone. Bernard asks, uh, what are they going to do? And Anna's like, well, they found us, it's time to move. They continue hiking, it's another section of beach, it's kind of rocky, I think I'm pretty sure we've seen this before. She watches Goodwin and thinks. Day 27. There's a door in the wall. Flight attendant asks what it is. I think somebody else. Anna says it looks like a bunker. Libby asks if it is theirs. Theirs meaning the other people on the island. Echo goes up and gingerly opens the door. He leads as they explore it. The Dharma logo is on the wall. Yeah. It. But there's a, there was a giant quarantine there was on the a, door. A quarantine on the inside, inside of the door. Yes. Clarification. Yeah. Which um, I think that's kind of interesting if we think about how Desmond was led to believe that the island was contained somehow. So maybe if the bunker inhabitants thought the island was under quarantine, that was a tricksy thing for the people inside. Maybe. That's or, my thought. Yeah. yeah. We'll find out. Because otherwise you would want to put quarantine on the outside to tell people to stay out. But yeah. It's on the inside saying, hey, stay in. because." Which is also, is... I think, what the swan doors said, if yeah. I recall. So. Yeah, because it's like, oh no, the island has issues. You need to have a hazmat suit. Yeah. The the Dharma logo on this one has an arrow pointing up. And by arrow, I mean like bow and arrow, kind of one with an arrowhead and uh, fletchling. Mm. We have seen this logo multiple times. Mm. We've literally been... Here. 
Okay. What was the episode where I had my notes about the stupid lockdown? Okay. Uh, it wasn't. Yeah. Was it on the lockdown? Um, it was on the lockdown map. Yes. It was. Uh, I think it's the most northern. What is that? I think we called it cross because the way the logo was. There's station at eleven. There's a station at eleven o'clock, but it was scribbled out, and the one at one o'clock has a branch on the left side, but it's hard to read. The crow, maybe. So I think this might be the one that's scribbled out. Maybe, which would make sense. It didn't. It's uh-huh. going to be in pretty fucking bad shape. The episode where that was. Was that episode three or four? It was one of the really early four. ones. Yeah. Uh, which everybody hates Hugo. They brought them and Bernard introduces himself and asks about Rose and Sawyer has nothing to say. And then we see Rose slipping an Apollo bar in her pocket and fingering her wedding ring at the end. Yeah. So yeah, episode four is when we reveal Bernard is alive and now we're... Which is after we've him. already had the Rose and Bernard episode, so... It was SOS. Yes. That was the name. That's season two, episode nineteen. I know, so, but it was like it was one of our episodes. It was super. It was early our. For us. It was our episode six. Yeah. Okay, so that is the season, but much later, way later. Okay, got it. It's just gonna get more confusing. Oh no, no, this is um, <laughs> all of the warnings of my friends telling me why would you do that to yourself? You're making it worse. Are coming back to me because oh, now I have a sense of like, six. oh, I saw this, like. 20 episodes ago, but it actually happens in the future, air date-wise from this, but... That's why we take detailed notes. We? we what is this we? It, it, they're my notes. And I used your detailed notes. Do, do you? <laughs> I mostly use memory, because, yet I again, because I've seen this a few times. I have given you a link, so if you want to scroll along as I scroll along, you can. I can, but also I there. Yeah. So, we're looking through this aero station. Goodwin says, this looks like a storage facility. And I don't believe anything he says at this point. Anna Lucia turns on some switches. There's lights, and it's like a miracle. She breaks out into a grin. There's a box they open, and it's got... It looks like napkins to me. Those, it like, was a book. Oh, okay. It was hard to see because it was low light, and it looked like just a stack of dark... Yeah, I think, the first thing they, I think the first thing they brought out was blankets. Yeah. Then there was, yeah, the Bible, which I'm sure you're going to okay. mention in a second. I wasn't sure if it was the same thing twice or what, so I was like, is this just a box full of napkins? Yeah, I think it was blankets. Blankets make sense. Libby pulls out what looks like a glass eye. Yeah, bro, she comments as a glass eye. She's so. like, a glass eye? And I'm... That might show up again. I can't think of anyone missing eyeballs, though. Mikhail. I guess he's got an eye patch. I'm just mentioning the one person that you can probably know of as at the moment who was missing a. I eyeball. think if the, if that's what's underneath, then he's not just faking it. I don't know. Anyway, uh, a holy Bible is in Echo's hands, and he opens it thoughtfully. Uh, Bernard pulls out a radio. He turns it on, and he's calling hello. Goodwin says, "Oh, oh, the hills are blocking it. If we want to get a good signal, we need higher ground." He has the upper hand. He has the high ground. I was going to say, you're going to make a Star Wars reference. Yes. Prequel memes. Goodwin says, oh, I'll, I'll volunteer. I'll take this up. And Anna, Lucy's like, ah, uh, no, we're, no one's going solo. I'm going to go with you. They're hiking. She asks, why Why are they doing this? And he's like, why what? Like, why are they attacking us? Goodwin says, well, maybe, maybe they're not. And Annalise is like, uh, oh yeah, sure, it's just, you know. 
dragging normal us into to the drag us into the jungle for our f- fun and profit. He's like, well, why do they take people? And Goodwin points out, well, night one, it was the strongest three guys plus Echo that they were all athletic, tough, probably seen as threats. Anna Lucia points out, well, they didn't take you. He says, well, guess they changed their plan after two of them got killed. He suggests they take a break in their hiking, and she says, mm, that's a good idea. They sit. Goodwin sets the radio on the ground near him and asks for the knife. Situational tension. Oh, yeah. He pulls out a mango. She hands the knife to him. He cuts off and hands her a slice. Uh, she asks, well, where did they get this knife? They don't even wear shoes, so how would they get a U.S. military knife? And he's like, how do you know? And she says, well, can, you, can I have it back? Show you. He uh, he hands it back to her, uh, handled towards the person you're handing it to. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of tension in this mm-hmm. scene, though. Yeah. She points out there's a stamp on the tang that says U.S. Army, right? I think Yeah, it's it said U.S. Army, and... I actually happen to own a knife very similar to that, and it's not an army knife, but yeah, that's normally just where it has the brand brand name and the gauge. Okay. She says, this is probably 20 years old, based on the stamp that's, the tang on the stamp on here. Uh, She asks him next, how did you find Bernard up in the tree? Or Goodwin says, I heard him shouting from the beach. And Lucy's like, from the beach? He's like, well, what? why are you asking me about this now? And she says, well, is it because Bernard saw you? Is that why you pretended to be one of us? The cat's out of the bag. She points out, he ran out of the jungle ten minutes after the crash, and he wasn't wet. You were never even in the ocean. Goodwin closes his eyes, slowly t- tilts his head to the side, and swallows. She asks where his friends are. Also, Nathan? He says, if he, if he had cut off his finger and he still told you he was on the plane, I think maybe you would have started to believe you had the wrong guy. She asks if Goodwin killed Nathan, and he says Nathan wasn't a good guy, which is why he wasn't on that list. She asks if he killed the kids, too. Goodwin says, no, the children are fine. He grins and says they're better off now, which is a creepy thing to say. Because that's sometimes, that sounds like something a Jonestown cult member would say. Oh, oh, maybe they're not, I didn't murder them, but they're in a better place. Like, Have you, the fuck? Can you recall seeing the kids nope. at any point in the future after this? Nope. Okay. I don't think so. Unless they're Alex and the other person. No, 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 no. Okay. Alex is... I wasn't sure if you we were going to you, you know the timeline of the island and... I wasn't sure if we were going to throw age acceleration and time loopiness. Oh, okay. So, soap opera aging syndrome. Don't think, no. They don't do that. Okay. Which is mostly why I think Walt couldn't stay on the show. Oh, yeah? Because they were starting to do weird timey loopy things and they're like... No, because he, he was just he was just aging faster than the show. I think I, I, think I told you this before, right? No. Okay, so, because the show covers, like, 65 days in the first three seasons, mm. and Walt at age... Puberty? Yeah. I was going to say, like, probably age 12 or whatever. Yeah, but so, basically, like, yeah. age puberty. Yeah, puberty happens, and so that's part of why Walt had to be written out, was just because they... So does that mean Taller Walt is the same Walt actor just after he's had his growth spurt? You're not going to answer that for me. I am not going to answer that for you. Yeah, so I haven't seen the kids. I think that's a weird and creepy thing for him to say. 
if the kids ever do show back up, that uh, teddy bear from the opening that the kid was holding on to might be a clue. Anyway, continue on. I feel like we've seen the bear before. I feel like Kate has picked up that bear. I don't remember. Oh, is, is there a so trap that tried to kill her? In the what? Yeah. Maybe. Might be the same bear. Might not. There are no coincidences in this show. You know this. Might know be the this. same same bear. Might not. It would, be the sim- <laughs> per- it would be the most parsimonious solution. Anyway, after he says they're better off now, the creepy serial killer thing to say, she attacks him with a knife. Justifiably so, I'd say. Fighting yes. ensues. Uh, they kind of go down a hill. He's Because he lunges at her with a sharpened stick which she manages to get a hold of, and he dives on her, but she impales him, and he kicks him off, so he's lying on his back with a stick in his stomach. She walks back to camp with the radio. Libby asks where Goodwin is, and Lucia says, we're safe now here, and fade to black. So it's at this point, I'm going to scroll through my notes to the other woman, because we definitely saw this body. Oh, yeah. Um, flashback, she's reading Shepard's file, tumor removal, blah, blah, blah. Ben sent Pickett and Tom to the tail team's last location and says, I'm sorry, Juliet. And they find Goodwin staked or stabbed. She's like, why did you bring me out here and not his wife? And Ben, nice guys, because he's like, but you're mine, blah, blah, blah. Do they mention that he's with the tail readers this episode? I'm going to scroll through. And they sh- yeah, they I think, should. I'm pretty sure they do. They, yeah, pretty explicitly, I thought. Well, yeah, I just want to see how explicitly did I write this down. Let's see. He introduces himself. Blah, blah, blah. Well, what you've got is uh, obviously a chemical burn, not electrical. So I don't know when Goodwin got burned with chemicals. That's a mystery. Unless that's prior to the tail thing. Yeah, it has to be prior because he dies. Oh, no, here's the plane crash. He tells Goodwin to go to the tail, Ethan to go to the fuselage. This is the third time I've seen it. But now we have Harper and Juliet. Uh, Who are they to question things? Anna Lucia might be a great member of society. Which is probably a I'm going to make you jealous dig. Because I guess by episodes, by season three, people would know that Goodwin was kind of flirting with Anna Lucia from this flashback, right? flashback was i think i think this is the only time goodwin might have shown up by then because he's dead by the time the show starts so he could only be in f- he's only in flashbacks yeah okay. I, I i would assume because he's dead by the time that the yeah. others actually get incorporated into the main cast yeah so anyway ben was telling juliet that goodwin is making a case for the woman anna lucia could be a value member of her society and he feels passionately about this mm-hmm. and then insists that goodwin stays there's no reason for him to come back and there's no poker faces, and yeah, so that that's what the other woman was. So this is just the other half of that. Hooray! Okay, I guess back to the episode that we're recapping. Yes, back to our current episode. Because I just, I, I don't know, it, it has so many ties to other episodes, because this is, this is a recap episode. It's a recap episode that we haven't seen Here's before. Here's all the scenes you haven't seen on the other side of the island, which I guess is sort of what... The Good Life does? What? How The Good Life always does these recaps of things that we've never actually seen. You mean the good place? Yes, the good place. I don't know why I said the good place. I have no idea. Actually, I was going to say, this is like one of us, 
the first episode I saw. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I was like, this is what Juliet was doing the entire time. This is actually exactly what one of us does. You're right. Okay. This is is one of us, but for the This is a lot of info dumping. This feels like a pilot. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, This is, that's pretty damn accurate. Day 41. Bernard is still trying the radio. Anna Lucia is like, there's no signal. Why are you still trying? So, 14 day, two weeks have elapsed since she stabbed Goodwin. Bernard says, oh, I turn it on a few minutes every day. And then suddenly they hear somebody calling Mayday on the radio. So they say they're survivors of crash or of the Oceanic Flight 815 crash. I couldn't pick out who it was. Was I, I supposed to? I couldn't pick out who it was, but I'm pretty sure that you actually will see this like, from the other side eventually. I'm going to guess it was Michael or someone. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. So Anna said, thinks it's them, which is, I guess, what they call the other the other island people, and turns it off. She thinks the others are trying to draw them out and points out, and Bernard's like, but but it's the, our flight number. And she says, well, Goodwin knew our flight number. Bernard wonders if there are other survivors, and Anna Lucia shuts him down and says, there are none. This is our life now. Get used to it. Bernard is shocked and sad, like she just stabbed him emotionally in the heart. Well, she probably did. She does have her reasons to think that. Yeah. Should we go out by the creek? Anna Lucia is sitting by the radio, and she starts to cry. She hears footsteps and takes a moment to put on a stern face and says, to face whoever it is, and it's Echo. And she's like, what are you looking at? He kneels down, he says, it's going to be okay. Breaking his month and a half long silence. He uh, puts an arm on her back, and she's like, it's been 40 days. You've been waiting 40 days to talk? He, sa- sa- he said that. He says it's been 40 days. She says, you've been waiting 40 days to talk. And she, he says, you've waited 40 days to cry. And then comforts her as she just sobs. And we have peaceful music. Day 45. Flight attendant and Libby are making a net on the beach. Flight attendant notices a body wash up. It's Jen. Uh, they kind of drag him over, and then we next see Jen blindfolded. Echo takes the blindfold off, asking, who are you? Where are you from? Uh, Jen replies in Korean. Echo doesn't think he's a threat. Anna Lucy is suspicious, but while they're discussing this, Jen breaks free of his bonds and runs to the beach. He's still kind of, his arms are bound to a stick on his back, but his legs are free, so he can yeah. move. He's yelling out on the beach to Michael and Sawyer, and they try to release him, and he's just like, others, others, others. Uh, and as they register what he's saying, Echo comes out and hits them all on the head to knock him out. Uh, yeah, just... this is, yeah, this is one of those times I said I think Echo uses barbarian rage. Yeah. Just fucking knocked right the fuck out mm-hmm. immediately. Uh, yeah. And he looks super furious. Hesitant to put Echo as a barbarian, but yeah, I, I can see that. Just because that plays into a stereotype. He's a, he, he's a contemplative one that's Which trying to take why, track of it. again, Monk. I, I mean, yeah, I, I know. know. Monk makes sense, too. I agree. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, we he, can... He just, he just doesn't keep his anger... He doesn't keep his anger in as much as a Monk, because he's... Yeah. Whenever he, like, hulks out, he's killed multiple people this, just this episode. Yeah. And, and it's like, I don't remember killing them. It's it's not said, but it's implied that's why he takes his 40-day vow of silence. Yeah, exactly. Anna Lucia asks Echo to hit her to find out if they're okay. Which well, I wasn't sure if this was concerned of like is Echo hitting them too hard or what. No, he's think, like okay and hits her and yeah, then throws her. I think I should yeah. Well, I guess more importantly is that this point we get into 
weird flashback within the episode. Oh, no. I wrote down bad slow-mo of things that we've seen uh, from episodes three and four of this season. Yeah. Uh, we have a thing that says day 46. Uh, the people in the pit, or at pit crew as I dubbed them, are pulled out in slow-mo, and they see Bernard in slow-mo. Michael Sawyer and Jen, if you... Yeah. Sorry, I wasn't. that wasn't clear. Day 47... We continue with these weird, like, choppy, slow-mo recap on the rocks. And this is the part that was confusing for me, because it is obviously slow-mo recap of the Things last you several episodes. you haven't seen yet. But I have not seen episodes five or six of season two. So this is new to me, and I'm very infuriated that this is the medium that I'm seeing this in. <laughs> um, it appears to be the same volcanic rocks that we've seen Desmond on before. Sawyer collapses and he's carried in the net and the flight attendant lady looks concerned. Then it's day 48 with today in uh, parentheses. It's all weird. No, it's still weird slow-mo. It's it's, it's weird slow-mo to the end of the episode. I mean, there's like occasional points where we hear voice things. Libby and crew are looking for Cindy and this is the point where I'm like, I guess flight attendant's name is Cindy because there's only so many people in the Telerators. We hear those weird whispers in the jungle, which we've only heard a few other times, and I still can't, like, pinpoint specifically what they're tied to. <laughs> it's just this weird patch of the jungle where there's suddenly whispery things, and I'm going to put that into, the, like, the fantastic part of Lost, that it's the weird sci-fi fantasy island vibes. Okay. It's raining, which is, you know, going to make the slow-mo all the... More slow Greater, choppier. It's very annoying Anna Lucia shoots it hits someone in the stomach someone who's blonde and wearing a tank top <laughs> actually I think that one that when she shoots that isn't in slow-mo but then it gets to slow-mo as Anna Lucia realizes it's a person so I think like when it's a day 48 today that was yeah. like regular but then after she shoots we go into mm, what you say <laughs> kind of like shooting slow-mo-y things. I almost want to look up when that episode is to see if that's contemporary, because that would be hilarious. Which I have never Whoa, seen. That was, also, that was 2005. Hang on. That was the same year. So that was May 2005 when the OC had their slow-mo shooty death. This is November 2005, and we're doing another slow-mo shooty death. It does not have Dresden dolls, but still. It's just lost music. It's yeah. just lost music, but it's choppy slow-mo. Anna Lucia realizes she shot a person. We fade to slow-mo. It looks like Shannon. We don't see her face directly. Sayid is clutching the person and staring at them. And Anna Lucia is staring back. And we have stressed slow-mo strings and credits. And I make a very frowny face. It was one of the most, like, perfectly exaggerated frowny faces I've ever seen in my life. It was, it was, it was impressive. It's... So. I, I mean, it's like a... I, I, <laughs> I didn't intend to make my face do it, but it was like a beta expression. Like as a <laughs> beta, beta grumpy fish, frown. Where it's just like a perfectly turned U, upside down U. Because the fuck just happened? I know Shannon isn't around in later episodes because she presumably gets killed. But I kind of half wondered if she dies in that one bottle episode that I apparently only saw. Way back in the day. <laughs> I always figured that was how Shannon did. Because it was stupid and about diamonds. No, and that was not Shannon in that bottle episode. But no, I guess it's, uh, she's getting shot in slow-mo here. 
by Anna, by Anna Lucia. Sometime in episodes five or six of season two, I can pinpoint it to that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. Any thoughts about why Saeed is clutching her? Because she's probably convinced Saeed to do something. Saeed is smarter than that. Maybe she had an idea. Maybe maybe she's looking for Vincent. Because she was pals with Vincent when Walt was gone. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So. And Walt's still missing at this point. So is Michael at this point. So, yeah. Yeah, so maybe, maybe she and Saeed were looking for Walt. That makes sense. Because that's why Michael is be betraying everyone well no i don't know i don't know if michael's been they don't know who the others are so he hasn't made a deal with benjamin linus at this point not yet okay because henry gill doesn't exist i don't i'm not sure when lockdown i I, I don't know when henry well yeah but we but henry gill shows up before lockdown obviously Uh, but we we don't know when that was in 17 yeah so sometime in the next 10 episodes henry gill shows up Uh uh-huh as aka ben linus so if my if my sense of lost is a puzzle that I'm doing without looking at the box, I guess I have a beach scene, but now I've found that there's like part of like a dog, and I'm like, okay, I guess there's a puppy. <laughs> I know there's other pieces that match this dog, but now I'm kind of like, uh, I have a gap here of an Makes unexpected sense. mammal, but maybe not unexpected because there's a dog toy over there. So there's clues that there's this dog. Yeah. Does it make sense for my puzzle metaphor? No, that's kind of bad, but I'm going to have to say yes. Okay. Any other thoughts on this episode? I Why know did that... they like shitty slow-mo in the early seasons? I think after season two, they got a hell of a lot better at slow-mo. Because I feel like these early ones are just like literally just like bad frame caps. The other one that had, I think it was the finale through season two that also had the bad slow-mo when like, block finally let everything explode yeah i think so yeah i think at this point they're filming on actual like film cameras and then in the next season or two they it's a noticeable change in quality when they actually switch to like hd digital film i think it's season three or i think it's season four you can tell it's pretty obvious when they do it Mm -hmm. but this is still back when they're on film so their slow-mo is like literally just taking that 24 fps film making it longer so it's frame by frame and not good the recap by the end of this episode was scenes that we've presumably people have already seen in the show just slowed which is why they're like we can chop this up and slow it down yeah because we don't need to re rewatch this unlike season three where we watched Benjamin Linus tell Ethan and Goodwin to go to the tail <laughs> and the fuselage, respectively, or whatever. Like, five times. Um, I, think yeah. three, I think three times I think I've seen. The other thing, too, is, like, based on, like, day 19, day whatever, I think if I had watched the show in air date, maybe, or, like, in air order, I might have had a better sense of what was going on on day 23, day 24, whatever. I do find it interesting that they don't mention the... Um... Like maybe this weren't rare for the giant explosion for of the hatch opening because that was a lot of dynamite and a type of thing that like I would just like. I don't think I've seen that. Disregard. In Never mind. Disregard what I'm saying. I. Don't I, I might have talked a bit too much. Yeah, I think you did. Never mind. Never happened. There was never any explosions in season one. 
Except yeah, for the there first were a episode. shit ton of explosions in season one because they had the yeah. budget. Except for except for the first episode, few episodes. Yeah. Yeah, I cannot look this up because it's part no, of you the cannot. I cannot Google things. Was Lost the most expensive TV show pre-Netflix? Lost first episode was the most expensive single episode on TV in um, pre-Netflix until Fringe which then had the well, most still... expensive single yeah. episode on TV, and then Probably HBO. Yeah, yeah. Um, Boardwalk Empire also took that for a bit. I know you haven't seen much Boardwalk Empire, but the entire um, Atlantic, the the Boardwalk, mm-hmm. they built that. Oh no, that, you showed me a video yeah. of that. Yeah, it was crazy. All right, we we're tangenting wildly, which is probably a sign we should end the episode. <laughs> anyway, season yeah. one. Has the budget for lots of explosions, not so much for slow mo. Uh, I mean, there's a decent amount of explosions that are consistently throughout the show. I wouldn't say, so, yeah. But some so. of them, some of them you've seen, some of them you have not. Some of them are really impressive. Some of them might not be. You'll get there eventually. Okay. Yeah. Anything else this episode? Can't think of anything. All right. I guess uh, do the outros and get some yep. get some sleep. Uh, yeah. So you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash lost at random. Um, Sill doesn't really do social medias except nope. untapped where he is the sly cell, T-H-E-S-L-Y-S-Y-L. I am on Twitter at Dalmari, D-A-U-M-A-R-I, and I periodically tweet about the show with the hashtag lost at random. Feel free to chime in with your thoughts on either the hashtag or on our Facebook See you next time, whenever that is. Um, yeah, who knows? This RNG gets fun sometimes. Maybe yeah, we'll find out. Yeah, maybe we'll find out who killed Shannon. No, I think we saw that. That's maybe not we'll a mystery. F- that's the that's text. That's, not text. <laughs> that's, that's there. Maybe we'll find out who killed Libby. That's also something we we know. Anna Lucia. That's also something we know. I know. I'm not going to mention something that we don't know. Okay. I know. Okay, bye. (laughs) Bye.